Z1077 welcomes you to Up Close, a weekly public affairs program presented by Z1077 News. You're invited to call in with your questions and comments. Our call-in number is 366-8471. Now, your host for Up Close, Gary Danielle. Well, thank you, Mr. Announcer, wherever you are, and welcome to the Z1077 Up Close Show. I'm Gary Danielle. Our producer is Erica Gonzalez, and our phone number for you to call is 760-366-8471. The lines are open right now for the Z1077 Up Close Show. And what's on your mind? Well, uh, let's let's talk about what's on everybody's mind, of course, is the American attack on a Syrian airfield last night. Your comment, 760-366-8471. We do uh, try to keep this show as local as possible, but we do also get that uh, we have strong opinions uh, when world events uh, affect us. So your comment about that at 760-366-8471. we got a couple of other local things going on, but I think that's pretty much what's on everybody's mind today is the U.S. strike in Syria. So if you have a comment about that, I'd like to hear from you at 760-366-8471. Forward against the right thing, not the right thing. Uh, did they have it coming? Did they not? What about the Russians? Whatever you want to talk about, let's go there at 760-366-8471. We go right to the telephones. And Jody, good morning. You're on the radio. Good morning, Gary. Hey, uh, uh, yeah, actually, I, I do have uh, concerns about the... Uh, uh, military retaliation to Syria. The U.S. strike in Syria, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of understand it, you know, it's a show of strength, but it worries me, too, because we've got a lot of countries that really don't like us, you know. So you don't you don't think it was a correct thing to do? Well, I, I do. I mean, you know, the... Uh, the uh, Life loss was minimalized. You know, he was targeting the. Uh, he was targeting the military. It was a military, military target. Yeah, yeah, where they uh, sent the uh, yeah. gas from. So I do agree with it, but I'm just concerned, you know, that it will escalate. I'm hoping not, you know, that. I don't know. Okay, that's 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 okay to express concern. Well, we'll see how yeah, that plays that's out. Just, that's mainly yeah. it. I'm just, you know, I, I do understand it and I agree with it because that's just, oh my God, those to gas innocent civilians. I mean, if, if it's military against military, well, the gas, you know, the chemical weapons isn't acceptable anyway. But you know, military against military is one thing, but when you're Killing off your own innocent civilians, men, women, and children. It's like, oh my God. Now, this yeah. is a, I'm reading a statement from the Pentagon, uh, and this is the official statement on the U.S. strike. And what they say was, quote, the strike was intended to deter the regime from using chemical weapons again. Right. Basically, they said, we're not going to let you do that. Right. And, and I agree with it because the last administration, they drew a red line and did absolutely nothing. Well, this administration didn't even put out a red line. They just said, okay, no, that's wrong. And, <laughs> and, and you got to remember who his military advisors are, are primarily generals. As a matter of fact, two of them are Marine generals who right. are, who are uh, his, his, uh, his advisors. So in General Mattis was actually the commanding general CENTCOM in that theater before he became 
an official with the White House, so he right. knows he knows that situation probably better than any military leader. And, I would think, yeah, yeah, and uh, and the that decision, by the way, was a unanimous decision, right, uh, uh, of that entire group of the those group who do advise the president, right. Like so. I say, I do agree with it because that you know you, that, you can't do that to civilians. Yeah. I mean, to anybody, but I mean, the children. Oh my God, man. Yeah. But, okay, anyway, enough of the war. Uh, <laughs> another question I had, I wondered if you could by chance answer, is do you know the status of uh, the Dollar General coming to Joshua Tree? I don't know. Uh, it's It's been approved. It's gone through the courts. I think they're just waiting to turn dirt. I think at this point is all they're waiting for. And I'm not sure what the Dollar General plan is uh, what their timeline is uh, okay yeah but so we haven't we have not heard yet and i have i drive by there literally twice a day yeah, <laughs> at minimum right. and i haven't seen any uh any signs of any construction i'd have however seen lots of highway construction staging so apparently they're going to be doing some highway construction. i see a lot of signs up that are have like trash yeah. bags in front of them and there's a vacant lot in the Joshua Tree area, I'm starting to see a lot of Caltrans vehicles in there and barricades and other stuff. So apparently they're they're going to be doing something pretty big here pretty quick. So I hope so. Anyway, that, that was pretty much it for me. I, like like I said, you know, just to reiterate, I I, I do agree with the uh, strike on Syria, but it just brings up concerns of you know Russia or Iran or China. You know, it's just. We can't beat them all, <laughs> and and I don't want to see a World War Three. I'm sure nobody does, but yeah, I don't know. There's some crazy people in this world. There are. All so, right, thanks, Jody. Right on. Seven six zero three six six eight four seven one for the Z one zero seven seven up close show. And our managing editor just stepped in the room. I, I'm to assume that you want to want to talk to me. Yeah, um, I called Caltrans this morning to find out why they have those construction signs, and she tried to tell me it's Morongo Valley, and I said, well, no, Morongo Valley is like 20 miles away. And so she said, well, the guy whose who's district or area is Joshua Tree is out today, so hopefully next week I'll find something about yeah. why. But you can, tell they're, you can tell they're staging to do some sort of yeah. major work, so. so we'll see. All right, thank you very much, Tammy Rolf, our managing editor. If, if, if she wants to know stuff, she's the one that I go to because she knows stuff. 760-366-8471. Uh, very interesting. The problem of both graffiti and vandalism in Joshua Tree National Park has gotten so bad, they have now added a National Park Service email that just to report graffiti and vandalism in Joshua Tree National Park. It's kind of sad that it's come to that point. Uh, and here's, we have a statement today from Park Superintendent David Smith, who says, while 99% of the park's visitors respect and appreciate the pristine scenery, there are, unfortunately, visitors who feel it necessary to damage what Mother Nature has produced. So to help Joshua Tree National Park monitor that, they have added this email as J-O-T-R underscore graffiti, J-O-T-R underscore graffiti at N-P-S dot gov. So it's a National Park Service uh, location. But that is uh, where if you see graffiti vandalism in a park, they want you to take a picture of it. Send photos. They want you to get GPS coordinates as much as you possibly can on graffiti and vandalism in a park. How sad is that? 
that it's becoming so prevalent. And it's not just Joshua Tree, it's all national parks. People f feel uh, somehow empowered to create vandalism and graffiti and I just I don't get the whole mentality now someone said it's the it's the selfie mentality they want to get a picture of themselves doing something outrageous so their friends will give them lots of likes I don't know if that's part of it or not your comment at 760-366-8471 but again it's jotr underscore graffiti at nps.gov so write that down I'll repeat it later on write that down so uh, if you do see someone up there doing something they shouldn't do you can email it right away uh, and, and probably want to report to the rangers too but that's probably the fastest way to get the word to the folks who are going to enforce that 760-366-8471 uh, the county of San Bernardino is working on a and it's, I was corrected the other day and I was uh, it was it was the person who corrected me was right. I keep talking about vacation rental ordinance. It's really, it's really short-term rental. It's not vacation homes uh, because some of them are in their own home. But the long-term, the short-term rentals of private homes uh, are becoming a problem. So the county of San Bernardino is now looking at doing a ordinance. Uh, they're right now they're starting to put it into the Big Bear area, but it says, "quote." may be expanded in the future to include other areas of unincorporated counties such as the community of Joshua Tree. So I believe Joshua Tree is going to be the next place they're going to be looking. Uh, now, as far as short-term rentals, I think they're okay as long as they're managed properly. I, th I think that you have to have an agreement with the people who are renting uh, that, you know, after a certain time they got to keep the noise down, be respectful of, of their neighbors. Now, I was talking to a guy who lives in Venice Beach the other day. He lives on a street of 27 homes, and he says of those 27 homes at Huntington Beach, 18 of them are now being operated as Airbnbs. He said, I did not buy my home in a hotel zone. I bought my home in a neighborhood. He's furious about it, that his entire neighborhood has become a hotel zone. So this is becoming a problem around, around the country. And there's a couple things is, is happening. I was talking to an, a, an official in the city of 20 Palms the other day. Uh, two things are happening. All of these homes are being snapped up to go as Airbnbs because we live in a resort area. We've got Joshua Tree National Park. People come here. Well, there's not enough camping at the park. The hotels are full. So they're going to the Airbnbs to rent short-term homes. But what's happening is the people who own those homes have taken them off the rental market. So a young family moves up here. You have a young military family who's been deployed to 29 Palms. They can't find housing anymore. It's, it's all filled up with Airbnbs. And those people who used to own rental property are switching that property over to Airbnbs. The second problem is finding someone to clean your house. All those people who do that for a living are so busy doing Airbnbs, it's very hard for the regular residents to find people to come in and do house cleaning. So it's, it's having an effect on us. I talked to another person who's in the real estate business. This is another problem is there's no more real estate. If a, a young person wants to buy their first home, there's not very many homes available because they're using all for Airbnbs. Your comment on that? We'll go right to the telephones. And uh, David, you're on the radio. Good morning. Is it me? Yes, it's you. Oh, hello, Gary. It's David here. Uh, yeah, I was calling in about several things. Uh -huh. One is uh, on the Dollar General status, uh, they asked the Joshua Basin Water District that they wanted to renew their will serve letter. And Joshua Basin Water District said they never had a will serve letter. So they don't 
they're bumbling along, and they do need a will serve letter to start trying to do their project. Okay, so they would need that first. Yes, and that'll be a battle also. Why would it be a battle? It'll be a battle. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to get into too too much. Um, as far well, as I, well, that, wait, I want to come back to the battle. No, I can't. Why not? confidential. Okay, but the water district's job is not as a land use agency. No, if somebody asks for a will serve that. letter, why it's, wouldn't they give it to them? It's beyond that. Okay. You'll find out. Oh, okay. It'll be news. All right. Okay. Uh, on the bombing situation, uh, it's it's most military uh, answer, and of course a lot of the Trump supporters will say, well, Trump did this, but then back in 2013 when uh, they did a, um, a gas attack, the Assad group did a gas attack. Uh, President Obama made the mistake of going to Congress to ask to for bombing um, in retaliation. And back then, the Congress said, no, 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 we don't want you to do that. 183 Republicans said, no, you really shouldn't bomb them. So it's, it's a partisan issue somewhat. And then also, I was wanting to cover the Cadiz issue. Yeah, yeah, I was going to bring that up, but go right ahead. Yes. Uh, well, Trump is, he uh, did things above to tell the BLM to uh, read the right-of-way, the railroad right-of-way, as not a problem. And that's what, that was the contention and battle for the last you know, three or four years. And so now that the right-of-way is no longer a problem with the BLM, uh, it looks like the project's going to go ahead. Yes. And... I, comes the question, are they going to go through the facade of having those tourist trains go back and forth on the railroad track? I don't think so. Uh, from from what we got on it, uh, basically, by b- being able to use the right-of-way, that means they've determined that that includes the transportation of water along the right-of-way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the unfortunate part. And yeah. what they're doing is they're reversing... Um, an 1875 rule that made that a law way back then. So, so they're just you know uh, the Trump administration is just a disassembly in the American system, I suppose. But there you go. Well, again, there's two sides to that story. Very interesting. I'm gonna I'm going to make a comment here, David, and appreciate your comment too. We we put when the when the story broke that they'd removed that roadblock to that plan. We put a story on the on the on our website and on the air about it, and we we headlined it: the Trump administration greenlights a controversial Cadiz water project, which is exactly what happened. They greenlighted the the water project. It was interesting the comments we got that it immediately turned very ugly, very partisan. We were accused of fabricating the story to make Trump look good. We were accused of fabricating the story to make Trump look bad. <laughs> I think it was just a straight-on story that gave pretty much both sides of this, mm-hmm. pretty much both sides of the issue. We ended it with with the the uh, opposition by environmental people. Um, so the the climate has gotten so partisan. The moment you mention the name Trump. Both sides just immediately jump and put their claws out. Uh, and I was just, I was taken aback by that. Again, the story that we ran yesterday was Trump administration green lights a controversial cut his water project. 
gave a little background, said what had changed and what they're going to do and who's against it and why, which I thought was a fairly, fairly fair story. But again, the, the Facebook string just, just accused us of every ugly thing in the world. We were fake news. We were partisan. And just for the record, and David knows this, of course, I am not a member of any political party and don't push any partisan point of view. So anyway, that I thought that was interesting. Yeah, is uh, how people are reacting to things. It's, it's almost like you're afraid to say anything to do with Trump, for or against, because people just jump again with their claws out immediately. I was so taken aback by the vicious and immediate reaction to me running a story, which I felt was factual, was researched properly, was attributed properly, gave historical. Information was that we were fabricating that to make Trump look bad. Well, so I, I, I I put in some comments on that. I don't know if it's the story that you're talking about, yeah. but it was about Cadiz, and it was about just so people have an understanding of what Cadiz did. They had Santa Margarita Water District as the lead agency. Well, I saw that post. Yeah, I, yeah, and so that they would never repeat, never. Uh, disapprove of that EIR because they had direct gain from it. So that's the huge, huge uh, conflict of interest. And that should have been one in court, but it wasn't. And it went, of course, the court was the Orange County Court, and then it was appealed to an Orange County Appeals Court. So Orange County had said yes three times in a row, uh, once with the Santa Margarita, and then once in the lower court, and once in the higher court. So which, it's all Orange County making the decision. Which, which are facts. Uh, my point is we present a, a, a nonpartisan factual version of that, and we're accused of, of being yep. fake news well, and partisan. I think something very hinky happened with our um, Board of Supervisors, the County Board of Supervisors, because they surrendered their lead agency status with that, with some harebrained scheme. All right, David. Hey, I appreciate your call. Thank you. Okay. All right, bye-bye. 760-366-8471. Lines are open. What would you like to talk about? There is a lot of going on here in our world and our country and our county. And we'll be right back with more of the Z1077 Up Close Show. Money. It's a term I've come to realize many people don't understand. This is Patty Brown, the loan lady, a.k.a. the Queen of Green. I specialize in this type of real estate loan. Typically, the money is loaned by local, private individuals. Who can use this type of loan? People looking to flip properties, buy vacation rentals, contractors, or someone who has a house that just can't qualify for a traditional loan. Another great thing? Loans are based on the equity in your property, not your credit score. Don't let your damaged credit stop you from calling. Just pick up the phone. The Loan Lady, 365 BRE number 01170991, NMLS number 358100. Life is so hectic. Who has time for hairstyling? You need that easygoing look without the effort. Great Clips is making looking good easy and affordable. Everyday haircuts at Great Clips are just $14. And there are discounts for active duty military, kids, and seniors. At Great Clips, there's no need for an appointment. You can just walk in or check in online for no waiting. Just go to greatclips.com. Great Clips is open every day in the Dollar Tree Center, Yucca Valley. It's gonna be great. 
Joshua Tree has the place to ease your pain. Star Pharmacy carries lots of inexpensive pain relievers for adults and children. Now extra strength generic Tylenol is under $2 for $100. Cure it all naturally at Star Pharmacy. They now stock Mason Naturals, both vitamin and herbal formulas. Always available are canes, walkers, wheelchairs, nebulizers, and more. Star Pharmacy is the low-priced leader in your hometown. Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. next to the post office in Joshua Tree. Spring is bursting at Bistro 29. Lots of new items on the lunch menu like the burrito bowl. Grab the gang. Wednesday's pasta night. The perfect comfort food. Bistro 29 always offers a diverse menu. This local favorite is the perfect place for family and friends. Enjoy the delicious omelets for weekend brunch. Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 2. Call for reservations. 760-910-9425. Or just drop by. Bistro 29 is open Tuesday through Sunday on the highway in downtown 29 it is 25 minutes exactly after 10 o'clock. I'm Gary Danielle. It's Friday, April 7th, 2017. And this is the Z1077 Up Close Show. Our producer is the lovely Etika Gonzalez. And our phone number for you to call and participate in our show today is 760-366-8471. we got lots of folks waiting. We'll get right to them. And uh, Jody, you're on the radio. Good morning. Hey, Gary. Hey, Jody. Um, I just don't understand. It's it seemingly, well, why is the Joshua Tree Council or whoever trying to block us from having a Dollar General? Well, their, their reason is it doesn't fit the vibe of Joshua Tree. I think that's the primary reason. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and David himself just admitted that he's involved. Oh, yeah. So, David has been involved from day one. He has, he's never hidden that. He's, he's been a part of right. that effort and to I stop it from day one. Like, so. uh, let us have our dollar general. Everybody wants it here. You know, we're, we're a lot of low-income people, retirees, a lot of us. Some of us not retired, but working our you know, behinds off to survive and make ends meet. Why not let us have a little affordable grocery? Well, uh, uh, from what David was intimating, and he and he was not being, uh, he was not telling us what their plans yeah, are because it is, he, did, he didn't want to give it out. I, I, I get that, but intimating there was somehow going to be sort of a problem getting the will serve letter from right. the water district. So, Jody, if you live in Joshua Tree and you think that we need a Dollar General for the people who can't afford a car to go to Yucca Valley every time they need something, then you need, I think you need to tell your, your elected water board officials that apparently that's where the next battle is going to be fought. Huh? I, it sounds to me like they, I don't think they would really care. I could try it. Well, I, if, I, again, if we don't. David I, is in cahoots with them and, yeah. and planning, I mean, obviously planning some sort of difficulty. I mean, and like you said, the water company it's none of their business. They're not a land use agency. Right. It's none of their business. Yeah. If they get a, a letter for a use of water. Which is fairly routine, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, if I, I don't know what David's plan is. He was very careful not to explain it. Right. I'm, I'm I not, that. I am not going to do any supposition or speculation. Right. We yeah, will see what their that. plans are. Uh, but it seems to be centered around the next step in this, which is getting the will serve letter from the right. Joshua Basin Water District. And those people who need to hear whether you are for it or not are apparently the elected board of directors of the Joshua Basin Water District. And as far as do they care, actually, I think they do. Really? The problem is all they're hearing from is this very well-organized, very vocal group of environmentalists. 
And, and I respect the environmentalists. I understand what they're trying to do. I think in this particular case, they're obsessing on something that, that, and they've just gone a little too far. Uh, it's not undisturbed pure earth. It's not a, you know, an, an, uh, an animal area where they're going to go through. It's, right. it, it really isn't in the downtown area, but. Yeah, but, I, but I would rather see yeah. a Dollar General there than all these motor homes or trailers or cars and trucks up for sale. You know, it, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you got that. All right, Jody. More presentable. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right, bye-bye. And we go to the phones now, 760-366-8471. Have we lost, have we lost line two, Etika? Or is it coming back? Not quite sure what's happening here. Oh, so we lost line two. Okay. Is that what happened? All right, we'll go to the next one. Uh, Arkin, you're on the radio. Good morning. Good morning. And your comment today? I think that the U- the UN should strike Assad's palace and uh, warn with a warning, you know, because I don't think they should kill people. <laughs> they should try to avoid human contact with tomahawks but they should uh, have done this a long time ago and then that'll be that okay so the UN should strike Assad's palace right okay all right Arkin I appreciate your comment thanks for calling you're welcome all right bye-bye Mike you're there you're on the radio good morning good morning guys this is Mike McBride uh, I am just beside myself at something that is going to affect the entire state. The gas tax. The gas tax. Yep. They just, they just passed. Yep. I mean, it's going to cost, it's going to bump our gas up above three bucks a gallon at today's prices. It's, it's not fair. And I'm not happy with the way they're running the state you know it's, it's interesting in this state there's a certain threshold to add to something to tax the people but because if it's, it's a tax on a commodity they can get away with doing that without a vote of the people and yeah. and, and and yet everybody's affected by it well, they had the gas tax, and they they basically, as far as I know, put it into the – they borrowed from it, which means they'll never pay it back, and, and they put it into the general fund to fund the state. And, you know, it just it, – it's not fair. Yeah, they, they had a gas tax, and the purpose of the gas tax was to fix roads and do infrastructure. Correct. And they, and they took the money from that and spent it on other stuff, so now they're going to add more gas tax to fix the infrastructure and the roads and the bridges. My question is, what about the first gas tax you already have on there? Well, and of course we get a guarantee, oh, it'll only go to roads, but I don't believe them. Yeah. I don't believe me either. I don't. <laughs> I don't trust them for a minute. And the problem that's, is, that's my, I mean, yeah. it's, it's. I know. I, I I even contacted Chad, but you know, I mean, he's just one vote, and I don't know how he voted. But. Well, well, he voted against it. All the Republicans did, and it's what's happened in California is the Republican Party really has no say. It's no. Uh, the Democrats control the the, the governorship. The state assembly, the state senate, I get that. Um, but here's the problem: is 
you, you have somebody like Jerry Brown, and I think in general Jerry Brown's been a good governor. Okay? I do too. And I, I make no difference about what his political party is. I think he's 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 got his heart in the right place. But so he tries to get this gas tax in to pay for infrastructure because the other gas tax they were frittering away. Right. But now what happens when Jerry Brown is no longer in office? Uh, that's that you know you get Gavin Newsom or you get but, but you get you get the next guy who the next guy who say oh well we can use that money for more general fund too I mean there's there's no guarantee of it just like they did last time when they took the gas tax income right. and spent it in general fund who's to say they won't do that again but we have no say in that they've already passed it that is correct so I I, I feel your frustration there and this whole partisan politics on the state and then the, the I mean the federal government is in chaos it is partisan everywhere I was I, I don't know if you're listening earlier I was speaking to David but we put a story up about the Cadiz being greenlighted by the Trump yes. administration which is exactly what happened but the reaction we got to that story was so viciously partisan they accused yeah. they accused the radio station news department of making it up to make Trump look bad, and then the other the other <laughs> side of the aisle accused us of yeah. doing it to make Trump look good. So here we are. We did a factual story which was nonpartisan. And by the way, anybody who knows me, I am nonpartisan. I am anti political party. So I'm not. I'm. I've got no skin in the game for either of the partisan sides. I think they're both ridiculous. I totally agree. But it's gotten to the point now where you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Well, and if you didn't report it, then people would want to know why you're hiding yeah, it. Well, yeah, it's either fake news or we're hiding it. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know. At any rate, I'm just, yeah. I am furious because, you know, it's, the, the gas prices have dropped from a couple of years ago, and now the state ramps through this new onerous tax, and it's never going to go away, even though they say it has a sunset, but I've never seen the sunset. Yeah, and, uh, and, and you know, I, I get what the state's trying to do. The infrastructure is terrible. I mean, the, yes. the bridges need to be fixed. The highways are awful. We need to fix them. we got to pay to fix them. Right. But, again, they already did that. Where's that money? I agree. And they also say the income is going down because people are not using gasoline as much. The vehicles are, are far more effective now. Yeah. Uh, and there's more there's more electric vehicles coming out on the road. California's been very good about that. So so now it seems like because we've been good, they're gonna punish us. Because you use less water, we're gonna charge you more. Yeah. Exactly. Same thing. Same thing. All right, Mike, appreciate your call. Thank you, Gary. All right, 760-366-8471 for the Z1077 Up Close Show. Those who on hold, be patient. We'll be right back. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with more of the Z1077 Up Close Show.
There's a whole new inventory of gourmet candy at Bada Bling Florist and Gifts. You gotta check it out. Box chocolates, turtles, bonbons, espresso coffee beans with dark chocolate, and a lot of sugar-free options. Sugar-free toffee, pecan caramel clusters, and peanut brittle, too. Bada Bling Florist has the best local flowers and now a great candy selection that's out of this world. Buy it by the bulk. Bada Bling Florist and Gifts open every day at 8 a.m. on Adobe and 29 Palms. Or call 760-800-1314. The sewer project is happening, and you know you need to get ready for your home's connection. Action Pumping can help you. This family of experts have provided full-service plumbing at reasonable prices since 1922. From your home to the main sewer line, septic installation, service, and repair. For both commercial and residential, call Action Pumping at 365-0861. Or see all their services online at actionpumpinginc.com. Let the good folks at Action Pumping hook you up. You'll be glad you called. There's a hero waiting for you, waiting to save you hundreds, even thousands of dollars. Solar Now, a hero solar contractor who's been installing systems all over the high desert for years. No money down, 100% financing, where you don't even have to do the paperwork, is available through Solar Now with the Hero Program. Payments are made through your property taxes. The interest may be tax deductible for you, and it's transferable if you sell your home. Why lease when you can own? Call Solar Now, just like I did, and get a no-pressure, hassle-free quote today. Reach Mark Hines at 228 Got a hunger that needs rescued by lunch? Follow the steam to Firehouse Subs for their signature turkey bacon ranch. Piled high with premium smoked turkey breast and sharp cheddar, then steamed to maximize flavor and topped off with creamy peppercorn ranch and crispy pepper bacon. Subs, salads, kids meals, and they cater. Open every day, 9.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. In Yucca Valley, across from Marshalls, and online at firehousesubs.com. Firehouse Subs, the hero of all subs. It is 1037. I'm Gary Dino, and this is the Z1077 Up Close Show. Our producer is Etika Gonzalez. Our phone number for you to call and participate is 760-366-8471. Now, we were talking about it looks like Caltrans is getting staged to do some major highway work, and we just found out what it was. My thanks going out to Mark Lundquist, who's the chairman of the Joshua Tree Mac and the field representative for the 3rd District Supervisor who called us up to let us know Caltrans is getting ready to widen the highway to put continuous left turns in places that don't have them. Okay, so they're going to make that left turn lane continuous in those places that don't have them. And that's why you see all the Caltrans equipment is staging. And thanks to Mark Lundquist for giving us a call and letting us know what was coming. Uh, again, uh, it'll be a little bit of an inconvenience, but I think in the long run we'll have a better and more safer highway. And I think that's what we'd all like to see. Right back to the phones now. And those who folks have been very patient. Suzanne, you're on the radio. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. I just wanted to make a comment about the gas tax. I, I, if they use it for what it's supposed to be, I have no problem with it. But the bigger problem is, I have a more bigger problem with the them going to up the registration fee too. Yeah, that again. There's another fee on us all that we didn't vote on, but because it's not a tax, I, I there's something wrong with the checks and balances when it comes to that. Well, yeah, especially when, like, the registration fee is ridiculous. I mean, I have a 16-year-old pickup, and my fee last year was over 100 bucks for an old vehicle, which makes no sense to me. I know they go by weight, but still, there's, 
It just doesn't seem right for sure. Yeah, they go by by weight and the age of the vehicle. I have a I have a 1985 motorcycle. <laughs> the, the, I'm going really it, for this. I think it was like forty seven dollars. I'm going oh my, my goodness. I mean that's that's really an old bike. Wow. And that's mostly cool. exists so I can give my grandchildren rides. It's a little motorcycle. My other one's too big for them. That's so. highway robbery. Then. It, it, literally <laughs> highway robbery. Yeah. All right, Suzanne, I appreciate okay, that. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. JT on the radio, good morning. Hello. Well, that lady covered about what I wanted to say. But you can but repeat it anyway. I have, a, I have a question about that registration and all that. So how did, how did they get that... How, Without us voting and everything, who, who decides that? The state legislature, the Assembly and Senate, uh, voted for that, and then it was approved by the governor. So, it, it you know, with legislation, it goes through both houses, and then it has to be approved by the governor. That's quite a jump in the fees. It is. You know, and I, I, I agree with you, Gary, too. They already had the money to do the roads and everything. Who... Uh, who's in charge of that? Who determines who can use this money for something else, and vice versa, and all that? That's that's your state legislature. Oh boy! What no. they did is back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand that whole era when we had the real estate bubble, and the state was hurting for income. They determined at that time there was emergency, so they took the gas tax that was supposed to be used to infrastructure to use in general fund. The problem is they didn't give it back. And and who decides they don't have to give it back? Uh, the same people who vote for it. Your elected oh your elected re representatives. Well, Mr. Ramos is not my guy. <laughs> well, to 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 be to tell you that he has nothing to do with it. This is a state level. I know. I was just being facetious. Oh, okay. But Mr. Ramos is not the one who would make that decision. It's your state. Uh, legislature and your governor who makes that decision. What about this super train that the governor wants to uh, build? Okay, w what about it? What is your question? Well, that's quite a bit of money he's going to spend on that. Yeah, billion, like $63 billion or something like that? Well, don't we need the infrastructure fixed more than we need a million mile an hour train? Again, you're talking to the wrong guy because that's not a decision I would make. But yes, <laughs> I agree. I'd much rather have nice highways where I don't have to wait in uh, in a parking lot on a highway for hours and hours and hours than jump on a bullet train. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure. I don't get why the bullet train is such a big deal. If you take the amount of money it costs and you divide it into the amount of people who are going to ride it, that's one damn expensive train. Yeah, I, I'm completely lost on that whole deal. Yeah, $63 billion for a train. Well, I guess I won't be riding that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. All right. All right. Appreciate your call. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. 760-366-8471 for the Z1077 of Close Show. Uh, got a couple other things. We've had calls this morning. We were talking about De uh, Dollar General. David, who is part of the group, which is opposing it, has said that they're planning some other objection to it. We will see. He says the next step is to get a... Um, it will serve letter from the Joshua Basin Water District, which apparently they did not get, and intimated that perhaps there would be something there. I, I don't know. Jody called and said he, 
you know, he, he can't afford to drive to Yucca or everything, and he wants a Dollar General. And why are these people trying to stop something that would help the poorer population of Joshua Tree? And I said, perhaps that's a question you need to bring to the Joshua Basin Water District Board of Directors. If, if they are indeed once again planning some sort of delaying tactic, I don't know. David was not forthwith, and I understand why he was, and I'm not taking him to task for that. He doesn't want to tell everybody what their plans are uh, before they implement them. So I, I, I understand that. 760-366-8471. Something else happened that affects a lot of people because of inaction, and that was the cost of water in Pioneer Town and Morongo Valley. Cost of water in Pioneer Town in Morongo Valley about to go up. I don't have the story in front of me. I'm looking for it. Uh, but what happened is they put out these um, a mail-in vote, and there wasn't enough response to the mail-in vote to stop these water rates going up. So they are. Again, the mail-in vote, I'm just not quite sure if you're really getting to the people who are affected by that stuff. It's all a little bit screwy. I don't, I don't like the way they raise gas taxes. I don't like the way they raise the registration. The way the, the county raised the fees for water in Pioneer Town and parts of Morongo Valley was a little bit of, uh, they, they plan these elections, whether the mail-in ballot or a direct ballot and, uh, it, there's just too much hinkiness going on with all these elections that end up costing all of us more money. Now, at least a lot of people object to the sales tax in Yucca Valley, but at least they went through the entire process. It was on the ballot. Uh, the people did approve it. The voters did approve it. Uh, whether you like it or not, that's democracy. The voters did approve it. So I thought that was done in a fairly transparent manner. But this whole thing with the water districts, something smells not right. The gas tax, uh, the registration fees... We don't vote on that. It's it's done legislatively. And the way California is set up now is, again, one particular party controls everything. Uh, the minority party doesn't have much say about much at all. Uh, I think I would like to see a little bit more of a balance. I understand depending on the political party. And all this goes back to my original contention. And any of you who have listened to me for a while have heard me use this as my mantra. The people who are elected to serve you and I should be more worried about what affects their constituents than what affects their political party. They get elected by the people. They go to Sacramento and or Washington, and now they're working for their party, not the people who voted them. That is why I am not a member of any political party. So if you hear these partisan attacks, I have no skin in that game. So um, there's something wrong with that whole system. Again, the people who are, we elect should represent us and not their political party. 760-366-8471 with a Z1077 uh, Up Close show. We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back with more, so don't go away. The search has ended. You can find the freshest shoes and clothes at My Shoe Destination, right in Yucca Valley. My Shoe Destination has terrific name brand shoes like Tom's, Converse, and Vans, along with work boots and sandals. They also carry clothes for men and women. Now, My Shoe Destination has new hours, Monday through Friday, 1130 to 630, and Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 7 p.m., and they're closed on Tuesdays. Be sure to check them out on Facebook at My Shoe Destination. Finally, swag shoes close to home. 
Homestyle food in a casual, cozy atmosphere. There's no place better than Park Rock Cafe. Meatball subs, Philly cheesesteaks, and crispy paninis filled to your order. And top it off with a caramel or a pumpkin spice latte or a peppermint mocha. It's unforgettable deliciousness at the Park Rock Cafe. Open every day at 8 a.m. so you can start your day with breakfast and an espresso latte. Next to the Park Visitor Center in downtown Joshua Tree. Hearing loss can affect a loved one's whole quality of life. If you have a family member whose hearing is not what it should be, bring them to the Yucca Valley Miracle Ear Hearing Center for a free hearing evaluation. Miracle Ear provides top-notch hearing care services. For hearing loss and hearing protection devices, call Carol at 365-0691 to book your Miracle Ear appointment today. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, next to KFC on Yucca Trail in Yucca Valley. You need a car, but financing has you worried? Route 62 Auto Sales can finance anybody. 100% guaranteed credit approval. There's a big selection of pre-owned vehicles and extended warranties are available. Stop by Monday through Saturday or Sunday by appointment. On the far west end of the highway in Yucca Valley, just look for the yellow canopies. You can drive off with a new car and a full tank of gas when you mention you heard the ad on Z1077. That's right, everyone will be approved at Route 62 Auto Sales. It is... Just that easy. 1048 in the high desert. I'm Gary Digno, and this is the Z1077 Up Close Show. Our lines are open right now at 760-366-8471, and we'll go right to them. And, uh, Joe, you're on the radio. Good morning. Hey, Gary. Uh, hey, uh, no. This whole, this whole thing with Syria, uh-huh. I, I just have this bad feeling that, that uh, you know, you remember when they said before we went into Iraq that they were pulling babies out of incubators and stuff. It turned out to be a big lie. The big lie. You know, but this thing scares me too because uh, there's absolutely no proof Russia was involved. But if you watch CNN right now, all they're talking about is how Russia was probably involved. You know, we are poking the bear big time, big time. And this is scaring the crap out of me, man. Uh, I don't, you know, people think, oh, yeah, we're doing the morally the right thing and all. But, man, we are stepping into something that is absolutely frightening. That's my opinion. What do you think we should have done? What we, what, what we should have done? Uh-huh. Good question. But I don't think that was it. Okay. Well, then what, what, what do you believe this country's response should have been? To, that was a pretty egregious uh, violation of every... Well, you know, I, I told you recently that we that that Assad has been like kind of demonized as bombing his own people and stuff. That's only been within the last eight months, really. Before that, the last six years of this war, whatever it is, it's been the so-called moderate rebels that we've been supporting that have been killing civilians, raping children, burning people, the ISIS trip. Yeah, but using chemical gas on civilians, Joe, really? But who used it? That's what I want. Well, they, they, they know it's Syria. They, they, How do they know? There's well, absolutely no proof. That's what the Russians are saying. Prove it. No. We want to see some proof. So far, it's not. So far, there's no proof. Well, let me read to you that a statement that I received from the Pentagon. This is the official statement of the United States of America. Okay? Are, are you ready? Yeah. At the direction of the president... U.S. forces conducted a cruise missile strike against Syrian Air Force Field at about 8.40 p.m., which is 4.40 a.m. Syria time. 
The strike targeted the Shirod airfield and homes govern it and were in response to the Syrian government's chemical weapons attack April 4th in Khan Sheikhoun, which killed and injured hundreds of innocent Syrian people, including women and children. The strike was conducted using Tomahawk land attack missiles launched from the destroyer's USS Porter and USS Ross in the eastern Mediterranean Sea. Well, the whole thing is they're taking it for granted that they did it. But they still don't prove. Where's the, I, I, you know, where's the proof? This yeah, is like weapons of Joe, mass destruction, too. I, have, I haven't got to that point okay. yet. So I will jump ahead of this. Okay. Okay. The strike was a proportionate response to Assad's heinous act. The U.S. intelligence community assessed that aircraft from Shayret conducted the chemical weapons attack April 4th. This strike was intended to deter the regime from using chemical weapons again. Well, Putin's saying what happened was that they bombed the warehouse that had chemical weapons in it. That's what Putin's actually saying. Now, if you watch CNN and stuff, you know, I'm not a fan of the Russians, you know, believe me. Uh, but, you know, Putin, they're not telling you what Putin actually said. And that's actually what he said. That's actually what he said. And they're all at the U.N. now. And at the U.N., they're accusing the United States of aggression against a sovereign nation. You know, it isn't... Well, of course you know, they we are. We can feel moral and yeah. be ourselves, you know, pound our chest and go, we really did the right thing. But, you know, we have to deal with the rest of the world here. And the rest of the world right now is, is freaking out. Okay. All right, Joe, I appreciate okay, your call. Man. All right, bye-bye. Bye. 760-366-8471. And Eric, you're on the radio. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, hey, I just wanted to make a comment about the airstrike. Um, I um, I work with a lot of people, a lot of foreign people, and I know for a fact that over in Iraq, the last couple years, their attitude towards Americans has changed drastically. They actually have... Um, I know that they hate America right now. They had a respect for us at one time because of the Persian Gulf Wars. But we, for the last two years, have allowed ISIS to decimate the Christian population throughout Iraq, and we did nothing about it. And the entire time that that was going on, our government lied to the American people they would not allow any of that. I mean, it was on Facebook and there was social media, but the news never really made any deal at all about the 90,000 people that were killed. Just the 90,000 were just last year. Right, haven't we been fighting ISIS over there for quite some time? Um, yes. Well, you just now, said that uh, we've done nothing. My point, though, my point of this is what I'm trying to say is that anything decisive right now against ISIS from the United States is a good thing, not a bad thing. So um, right now, because the world is watching, for us to have done nothing all of that time was actually very detrimental um, for the United States in the Middle East. So us being able to stand up right now and do come against ISIS, um, and especially, you know, Christianity, I got to say, their whole thing is, is against Christianity. That's why they're against America. And um, for us to be able to stand up and do this right now is a good statement. Even if there's critics and even if there's repercussions, right now the worst thing we could do is nothing. All right, Eric. I appreciate your opinion and thanks for calling. 
Sure. All right. Bye bye. Seven six zero three six six eight four seven one. I to, to go back to a, another subject we were talking about earlier. I found the information that I was uh, looking for uh, regarding the water rates for the residents of Pioneer Town and Hacienda Heights. Okay. The hikes follow a rate study concluded in January for the one hundred and twenty connections in Pioneer Town. It'll facilitate a charge for a three-quarter meter that will go from $38 eventually to $57 in fiscal 2021-22. Consumption charges also increase. Now, the Hacienda Heights section of Morongo Valley, the same thing. They're going from $44 right now to $104 in fiscal year 2021. That's a huge, huge increase. Okay? And... The what happened is the rate increases were passed because fewer percent, fewer than fifty percent of the ratepayers responded to a mail-in protest exercise. So they mail this out to you, but they only count it if you mail back into protest. And fewer than fifty percent of the taxpayers responded to that. So. Now, the original information we got from the county of San Bernardino was that these rates will go into effect July 1st. We just received a phone call again from Mark Lundquist, who's been keeping us updated on stuff. Mark says special district is going to put the raising those rates on hold for 12 months while they study the issues. I'm a little bit uh, flummoxed about why they didn't tell us that, uh, why they're not telling the public that until this is coming out. But... Mark does have that knowledge, and we appreciate him letting us know. So if you live in the Pioneer Town area or the Hacienda Heights section of Morongo Valley, according to Mark Lundquist, they're going to put these raising of the rates, the water rates, on hold for 12 months while they study the issues. I think the issues are sending out a vote and only counting the people who protest it is a bunch of hooey. It's not really getting the opinion of those people who are affected. It's a sneaky, underhanded way of getting more money, just like the gas tax and just like raising the registration fees. Uh, when just about everybody who lives in the state is affected, but we have no choice in the matter. It has been decided on a partisan, in a partisan way. So very, very frustrating to live in California if you're a Republican or if you don't belong to a political party, if you're an NPP like I am. So so that is what happened. Those rates, they say, follow a rate study concluded in January. And again, I'm going to repeat, the rate increases were already passed when fewer than 50% of the ratepayers responded to a mail-in protest exercise. So because less than half of the people didn't respond to it, they put the rates up. I, I, there's something wrong with that whole system. But that's the way it is. And people we got to complain to is your county elected officials, your board of supervisors, your MAC people say this is baloney. 760-366-8471. Uh, we have, a, I think, a quick call coming in. Do we? Yeah. Because uh, we're almost done with our show at this point. Seven, six, no, they didn't want to talk. Okay. 760 Seven one. So uh, again, the, probably the biggest thing on everybody's mind is the American strike in Syria. I was reading the the statement that we got from the Pentagon. They sent it out to the news media, and I'm going to repeat part of this again. Okay, the strike was a proportional response to Assad's heinous act. 
The airfield was used to store chemical weapons and Syrian air forces. The U.S. Intelligence Committee assesses that aircraft from Shayrat conducted the chemical weapons attack April 4th. The strike was, quote, intended to deter the regime from using chemical weapons again. Russian forces were notified in advance of the strike using the established deconfliction line. U.S. military planners took precautions to minimize risk to Russian or Syrian personnel located at the airfield. So they were making a statement about going after a military target, not a civilian target. So that's how that went. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that in the ensuing days as it all gets uh, picked apart. Whether or not you agree with it, that's that's your opinion, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's why it's called a democracy. That's going to do it for today. We'll be back next week with more of the Up Close Show. Till then, thanks for listening. Drive carefully, and God bless. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Up Close, a weekly talk and interview program presented in the public interest by Z1077 News. Join Gary Daniel again next Friday at 10 for more Up Close.